Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Omega Metroid Podcast. My name is Andy Spateri. As always, joined by Dakota Lasky. Dak, how you doing today? I'm good, Andy. I'm good. I uh, just recently finished Samus Returns. I'm getting into Metroid Prime, which I'm very excited to do because we're going to be digging yes. into Fendrata Drips eventually. So that's going to be hype. Next week? Yeah, exactly. And uh, still playing a lot of Valorant. The The quarantine lockdown continues. I think it's like week nine or ten or something. It's crazy how long it's been going on for. Um, but yeah, I'm doing good, all things considered. That is excellent to hear. Uh, are you playing just Prime or the Prime Trilogy? For right now, I'm playing just Prime, but when I beat it, and I will be beating it very soon, I plan to play Prime 2 and Prime 3 right afterward. And then I'll probably... I'm not going to nice. play Hunters uh, between Prime 1 and Prime 2, even though that's like technically where it takes place. But like, it's like spot in the chronology doesn't like really matter, So, and I'm going to play it afterwards. So I'm, I'm going to give it a little run through, maybe the campaign... And then maybe try and uh, somehow play Wi-Fi, maybe play multiplayer against bots or something and call it a day after I play the first three. And then if I can get my hands on pinball, I will try to play that because I have no idea where my copy is. If I can find it, I'll play it that way. But yeah, I'm going to play all of Metroid Prime, uh, the whole trilogy, the whole shebang, the whole package once I finish the first one. Yeah, I got to get pinball, actually. That's the only Metroid property that I've never played. And uh, it, it actually looks pretty sweet for like it's cool. what it is. It's, it's no and, uh, Pokemon pinball, which are like the goat pinball games. Like yeah. The red, blue, or I'm sorry, Ruby Sapphire ones. So good. But yeah, it was, it was pretty fun. Um, yeah, and it looks pretty cool. Like uh, I saw like a like a little clip of it where you fight like Ridley or you have like the mm-hmm. Rundus thing. It, it looks cool for what it is. Um, I just finished Corruption actually a couple days ago. Oh, nice. How was it? I, uh, How was the player again it was recently? Good. It was good. I, you know, I, I think that it had been a lot longer than I remembered since I played it. Cause I didn't remember like as much about it as, uh, as I thought I did. Like, you know, we did, um, an episode way back when, I think it was what we wanted for Metroid prime four. And you had said something along the lines of like, it would be cool if they did more of the grapple beam. And to me, I was just like, Oh, the grapple beam, that's kind of like an odd choice, but it, I, I just forgot how much you use the grapple beam in Metroid prime three. And like you use it for everything a lot. So, um, yeah, no, it was good to, it was good to replay that. Um, I think that the Omega Ridley fight is pretty sweet, but I think that it's, you know, probably about where we ranked it in our ranking. Um, loved getting, uh, I just, I love the locations in prime three. I love, uh, the command visor and stuff. Re- I had a really good time with it. Um, some of the Wii stuff, uh, you know, pulling and pushing and mm-hmm. twisting hasn't, hasn't aged maybe necessarily as, as gracefully as it could, but, uh, you know, I, I had a good time. I, uh, I played it for about 13 hours, got 100% of the items, got the ending where we see our boy uh, at the end going after Samus. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it got me got me pretty fired up to talk about, um, to talk about you know, Metroid Prime 3 sometime in the future here. And, like, man, so next week we're going to do Fendrena Drifts, and uh, we're going to do this, uh, this mapping Metroid segment, which originally we were going to do today, but we pushed it back. But, man... Playing Prime Three, I was like, I can't wait to do a mapping Metroid segment on the the Valhalla because that mm-hmm. is just so badass of a place. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, I think that's one of the, I mean, well, strong suits for the Metroid series in general. But the Metroid Prime trilogy absolutely have so many like iconic areas. Oh. You know, the Artifact Temple, the Sanctuary Fortress, Valhalla. You have the Sky Town. Um, you know, yes. so many different things, especially Prime 3 apps. I think all three games very evenly contributed to. So, yeah, absolutely. I agree. I can't wait. And that's something we can jump into every single game, too. We can take that map and Metroid, go into every single Metroid game. And eventually, we'll, be, we'll have talked about the whole game of each Metroid game because we've gone to each area, hopefully. Uh, yeah, I mean, eventually, like... The goal is that this this show is going to last for years Forever. and years and years. So eventually, we'll have every every area in Metroid mapped out. Exactly. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, and originally we were going to do that today, but uh, we pushed it back next week because we got kind of a an unexpected little bit of not Metroid news, but a Metroid teaser this week. Um, speaking of Metroid Prime Pinball, actually, and spinoffs in the Metroid series, Nintendo decided that it would be a really cool idea to release a trailer for Paper Mario in the middle, uh, not even the middle of the week, on a random Thursday morning. And first of all, Dak, let's talk about Paper Mario just for a quick sec. I think that this game, Paper Mario, the Origami King, looks sick. Like, it it reminds me very much so of Thousand Year Door, which is like when I think Paper Mario was at its peak. I really loved the first two. 
this one looks really cool. I, I like, I just thought that it was such a, like a clever concept to use the origami. Like I, I just, I loved everything that I saw in this trailer. And maybe the coolest thing is like, it comes out in like two months, like not even very far away. Uh, what did you think about this? Yeah. So I think this was part of that, like summer of games thing that like Jeff Niley or, or whoever is doing that kind of like replacement for E3, like online, like monthly, you know, game news and game reveal kind of thing. So I think it was part of that. I think that's why it kind of just like seemed to show up randomly on a Thursday. And I, I don't think it was. No? I think it was okay. just a random I, th- I could have swore I saw a tweet that maybe they had done either way. It, it, I could be, yeah, it, I could it's be summertime mistaken. and it's a game. So whatever. Um, it comes out, yeah, and, you know, obviously the Paper Mario series has had a pretty iffy track record recently, um, and I'm someone who's a fan of the first three Paper Mario games, you know, flat out. I even love uh, Super Paper Mario. It's no it's no Thousand Year Door, which is the GOAT, of course, but it's still a solid game. So I saw this, I love Paper Mario, and I was excited because if it's good, it, I'm, I'm super down for it, and I think the origami twist is really cool. Uh, so yeah, that was like really surprising just to see a new Paper Mario game kind of out of nowhere. And the trailer was, was hype. You know, I wasn't, I didn't, I did not enjoy Color Splash or Sticker Star. And, um, I know, yeah, that was like, I will, I don't know. I don't know really what they were doing with Paper Mario and this looks a little more engaging and it didn't seem like it was just going to be like, like, I didn't see any cards. didn't seem like it was going to be platforming. There seemed like there was a battle system, uh, mm-hmm. you know, so I'm like, okay, hope, and, and like, there were some cool areas that Mario was traversing. There seemed some, like some cool stuff he was doing in the overworld and in the world themselves and in the battles. I'm like, okay, you've got me. Uh, the trailer started with two big doors opening. I was like, okay, you got me there, Nintendo. Like, you, you know, I'm, I'm excited. You're playing with my emotions a little bit. You're playing with my heart. Um, so yeah, I, I was, I'm on board for now. Of course, I'm still hesitant because of, you know, how Paper Mario has been recently, but yeah, I was pretty excited to see a new Paper Mario game, and now it's kind of out of nowhere. Yeah, and like the last couple of Paper Marios, I feel like each one of them has had like this core gameplay gimmick that it, it hasn't really hit home for me. Like, cause I, I feel like Paper Mario didn't need like a gameplay gimmick; it just needed like it had it had a pretty good foundation with like the RPG system, and like it just needs fresh ideas, fresh writing, and like you can keep making them forever. I mean, you know, you obviously want to innovate, but there's a difference between innovating and like turning your games into Kirby games or each new game is like a completely different gimmick and there's no consistency at all. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this one looked really cool to me. Of course, the thing that got everybody talking was the end of the trailer where Paper Mario is running around with like what can only be described as a paper mache Samus Aran helmet on his head. And he's running back and forth doing his little shooting motions and uh, his little companion says like, Something along the lines of that's something that you don't see every day. This man, this excited me because I was, I was just like, this is so random um, that there's this this Metroid reference in this trailer. But like, a that looks really cool, and I started thinking about like, naturally, I'm just like, oh man, what what would a paper Metroid game look like? And actually, we're gonna get into that topic in just a little bit here, but it also excited me because there. You know, there have been rumors floating around for for months and months and months that uh, a new 2D Metroid was, you know, in the works or, or, you know, coming out imminently. And while it seems weird that this little Easter egg in a Paper Mario trailer should be, you know, get Metroid fans excited. um, Metroid fans are excited because the whole thing was uh, there was a leak back in January and and, you know, basically it said in 2020. There's going to be a new Paper Mario game, a traditional RPG, and there's going to be a new 2D Metroid title, and it'll that title will kind of follow Metroid Fusion. So maybe it'll be a remake of Metroid Fusion, maybe it'll be a sequel to Metroid Fusion, but like now that we actually have the official announcement of Paper Mario, it kind of gives a little bit of weight to that rumor. You know, I completely forgot about this. This is like a... a, a quote-unquote like air quotes leak or rumor right because i don't know this person's track Mm -hmm. record there's really no evidence right like the person just said this thing um and i don't think like a new paper mario game was necessarily that like unlikely you know i i do think that they Mm. like the paper mario ip is something they've been using recently it's it's mario right they kind of use almost everything they can for mario uh for the most part so i I don't think it was like a hard call either 
And, and it, well, to build off that point too, like you've already had almost every major franchise have an entry on the Switch. So like Paper yeah. Mario was one of the few left. Exactly. And Metroid too, for that you know, for that matter. Or you know, it could also be in a situation of like the person knows ac- uh, inf- information that is accurate, but then also adds something else that isn't accurate, or you know, a little flavor to it. Like oh, there's something I do know the Paper Mario game, but also adding this. Either way, I did forget about that. So when you brought that up to me, I was like, hmm, I wasn't even thinking about that. Uh, the the Metroid cameo didn't actually seem random to me at all because if you think about it, the Mario RPG series has always had cameos from Nintendo, you know, properties that aren't necessarily Mario, and in fact, from Super Mario uh, RPG, Samus herself is sleeping in a bed somewhere, and you run up into her. So I saw that I was like, oh, another, you know, one of those Metroid references in a Mario RPG game. I actually didn't think that was random. I thought it was just cool and funny, and I was like, oh, you know, that's something that probably has absolutely no meaning whatsoever, but it's just cool and a little a little nod to Metroid. And then you brought up that, you know, that rumor or whatever. And I'm like, okay, maybe that might have some kind of credence. Maybe it has some kind of, not credibility, but maybe it does put some weight to it. I don't really think it does, but it could. I just, because uh, I guess, like, maybe this guy could be telling the truth. And I don't think those two things are related. But that reminder of, like, okay, this guy was talking about a Paper Mario game. That did happen. So maybe a Metroid game could be happening. It's not necessarily unlikely you know, I'm someone who, who thought that they were going to wait until Metroid Prime 4 for them to just do Metroid 5 or, you know, Metroid Fusion sequel. But maybe they won't do that. Maybe they will do the Metroid Fusion sequel first and then do Metroid Prime 4, which is something a lot of Metroid fans seem to think might happen. I wasn't one of them, but this could be, uh, you know, swing me over to the other side, so to speak, right? Like, I, I might be thinking maybe they are going to do this Metroid Fusion sequel for the Switch in 2D or 2.5D. Maybe this guy is right. And I don't think the Metroid reference in, in the trailer and the game really has anything to do with it. I think it's just a coincidence, but it is a funny coincidence. And as a Metroid fan, of course, always down for coincidences because that leads to a good game. Why not? Uh, and a paper mache Samus uh, helmet is also something I'd also really like myself. And I'm glad that Mario gets one, I would too. really like to have yeah. this on my <laughs> shelf somewhere. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but yeah, that is interesting that happened. That was cool. I like that. Hey, I, I was looking for Ridley, a paper... Because I even tweeted, I was like, hey, they got Samus's helmet. That's one step away. Let me get the Paper Ridley in the game. How sick would that be if Mario just fights off against, like, Paper Ridley for no reason? I'd be down for that. So, worth noting, too, here is that there there looks like it's a, uh, there's a Paper Mache Goomba and a Paper Mache Donkey Kong head in the yes. same room. So, you know, it's, it's not, like, specifically Metroid, but I do want to give a little bit of context to this leaker here. Um, they go by the name of... I'm going to try and say this. I think this is how it said. Sabby. Okay. So Sabby basically leaked out and was pretty much 100% correct with all the E3 conferences last year from Microsoft to Bethesda to Ubisoft to Square Enix. Um, all of their tweets were correct. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, like, pretty pretty decent track record here. That, you know, that being said, um, anytime I hear, like, oh, I... I I'm a leaker and I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. Like I just, I take that with a grain of salt. Cause like you see it so often and you see it so much. And a bunch of people, like you said, like can kind of, you know, you, you can make an educated guess and you know, if it happens, you look really smart. And then like, if it doesn't, you can just kind of say, Oh, well, Nintendo changed your plans last minute. So like, you know, I, I don't put a whole lot of credence into like rumors and leakers and stuff like that. But you know, I, you know, I guess I will say that, this particular rumor that there is a 2D Metroid in the works that's coming out this year has about as much weight as any other rumor that I've ever heard, especially with the announcement of Paper Mario. So, like, I, I mean, I think that's at least something where it's like, okay, well, like, the first part of it is, you know, consistent so far. And, yeah, like, it's kind of, maybe it's low-hanging fruit and it wasn't that hard to say, like, you know, okay, which Nintendo franchise hasn't been represented on the Switch so far? Uh, Paper Mario and Metroid. But, you know, I, I mean, as far as rumors go and not not putting too much weight into them, I think that Metroid fans have you know, a, a decent a decent reason to be cautiously optimistic with this rumor. So, I, you know, I'm feeling not too bad with this. Yeah, you know, here's my thing is it's... Here are the two sides of the sword for me. Number one, it's an easy guess because any Metroid fan or most Metroid fans tell you the Metroid game that we want, if it's not Metroid Prime 4, it's a sequel to Fusion. So, right, so you know, you're like, you could say they're making a new Metroid Fusion sequel every year, right? And that could possibly be correct because what other game would they make? If they started making Metroid Zero, I'd be like, well, all right, I guess you got me. 
Um, but <laughs> I don't think that's the case. On the other side, though, is that when people usually do these leaks or whatever, rumors, or they make things up, they usually do it for attention, right? And if they're going to make up, like, a game that's going to be coming out, they're not going to pick, like, Metroid, which isn't the most popular game. They're going to come up with something a little more grand than that. Usually when I hear a Metroid, like, I very rarely hear Metroid rumors, right? Unless it's, like, the you know, recycled every six months Metroid Prime Trilogy for Switch thing. You kind of, Metroid's not a game series that gets, like, too many rumors and stuff. Like, when people started saying uh, that one, just before he got announced at E3, that Ridley was going to be, like, and everyone was, all these leakers were saying, oh, Ridley's definitely going to be in Smash. I'm like, why would they lie about that? Because not many people really care about Metroid. At the end of the day, like, if they really wanted all this attention, they would pick something that would get them more attention, not Metroid. So when I hear this, I'm like, hmm, would they really go through this trouble to, like, try to get popular or like try to get cloud off of a game series that has like way more franchises that are way more popular than it. Maybe they are just telling the truth. Like who would, who would pick Metroid to like make up something about, right? Wouldn't they make up something that might be more exciting to more people? That's what I always think about it for a Metroid fan. It's definitely great for us. Cause I'm excited, but for like most general yeah. gaming fans, they, you know, probably might not care about Metroid. So for someone to come up with this leak, uh, would they pick Metroid as that game series they're lying? I don't know if they would. So that doesn't necessarily mean that they are telling the truth. But just thinking about it that way, I'm like, eh, maybe they are telling yeah, the you truth. Know, let you me, know, uh, let me build off that because that's actually a really good point. Because, like, the reason that I when – I, whenever I see a rumor, I, I just, like, kind of roll my eyes. I'm like, okay, um, is because of my involvement in the Zelda community. And, like, there's tons and tons and tons of rumors about Zelda, like – you know, yeah. you the Oracle games are getting remade this year, or like the rumors that Link's Awakening was getting remade were there like five years before that ever actually happened. Yeah, um, the, like lots of stuff like that. So like, and then you see people kind of take those rumors and kind of distort them in a way. So like, that's why when I see stuff like that, I'm just like, ugh, here we go again. But yeah, you know, I do. Like, I, I think that I, I see your point. So, like, Metroid isn't going to get you a ton of notoriety, uh, especially if you're wrong. So yeah. why say that if, you know, you don't at least have a leg to stand on? But, again, I, I feel like as of right now, the information that we got back in January about this leak, half of it has come true. And the precedent set by Paper Mario now where you can announce a game, like, you know, it's out in, like, two months. That, you know, t that doesn't it makes me a little bit more optimistic for Metroid as well, because, you know, Nintendo, I think we can all agree that Nintendo normally would have probably had a direct by now where they would have showcased, you know, what games we're going to be playing from the summer and beyond. Um, that's not happening and it's not really anybody's fault. It's just, it kind of is what it is. So like, I, I think that it, it definitely is more plausible, especially in like this next little couple of months here, this next time period, to say like here's a game it's coming out in like two months um and we're just gonna we're just gonna do it that way instead of your our usual big build-up of like you know this is what we got coming six months nine months down the road so yeah i, I you know i feel pretty good about this yeah um, at least for now i two things before we move on uh real quick if anyone responds to what i said previously uh with well what about people leaking ridley he's in part of metroid and metroid is not that popular but people tried to leak ridley to build off that cloud because announcing Ridley and Smash would be a big deal. That's true because Ridley being in Smash would be a big deal, but like in and of itself, Metroid is not hugely popular. Second, um, that worries me like the whole, okay, they announce a game and then like two months later it's out because then that kind of leads me to believe like, what if they end up do creating this or releasing this Metroid uh, fusion sequel, like whatever it is, maybe it is the Metroid fusion sequel. Maybe it's not, but let's say it is this year and they only like announced it two months beforehand and there's like no build-up and then it's out that can be kind of lame you know like for paper mario it's kind of one thing it's a fun airy kind of game and lighthearted, and it doesn't i don't think it needs that kind of build-up really you can release it kind of two months beforehand i don't think anyone really needs a whole campaign or anything like that of advertising but at the same time for like a new metroid sequel that should i think have a little more weight to it should have a little more gravity to it should have a little more build-up to it and you know, with Samus Returns, we know that the advertising really wasn't, like, crazy there. Like, it, it got announced on, like, the back end of that E3 or just – it wasn't even announced as part of the, the, the E3 Direct. It was, like, announced at the Treehouse right afterward, and then it came out a few months later, and it didn't sell as crazy as it probably could have if it, you know, had been marketed better or maybe even earlier. So as Or uh, put Metroid, on the Switch. Yeah, yeah, or on the Switch. So, you know, with this – okay, this game probably will be on the Switch, but at the same time, uh, you know – I would like maybe not necessarily that it needs a year of buildup, but I'm just worried that, you know, something that might work for Paper Mario 
might not necessarily be the best thing for Metroid or another game. And so I, at the same time, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe just getting it out there and it's on the Switch and you pump it out real quick and you get the hype super hard and hopefully people jump on real quick is a good idea or however it you know pans out. You know, who's to say? That could be a better idea. I'm certainly no expert in that regard. But, um, yeah, we'll see how it goes. If this could lead, lead to an actual new Metroid game. That's a new continuation of the storyline on Switch this year. I am absolutely for it, and I hope this Paper Mario game is good, too. Uh, I mean, you're not wrong about that that short window for advertising. Um, and, it's, you know, we don't have a whole lot of reasons to be confident in Nintendo being able to, to market Metroid the way that it needs to be. But yeah. I guess... You know, that's a conversation that we can maybe circle back to if we do get a new Metroid announced. But, I mean, I think that those fears are definitely justified. Um, but, yeah, I, you know, I'm with you. Yeah, I, you know, I hope it does happen. And I hope that Paper Mario is awesome. I'm going to grab it. And this is going to be the first Paper Mario I've grabbed in, like, God, over 10 years. Almost 15 years now since whatever Super Paper Mario. So, I'm pretty excited about that. But, as I was kind of talking about earlier, you know, we saw... Paper Mario running around in this Samus helmet, and you know when I when I see cool things in other video games or movies or something like that, my brain kind of immediately goes to like, how would this apply to Metroid, or how you know like how would this translate over? So I'm I was all excited. I was like, man, I wonder what a Paper Metroid game would be. So we actually kind of doodled up a couple suggestions here about what a, a Paper Metroid game would look like. So we want you. The listening audience to kind of hear our our mini pitches here and uh we we want you to either buy or sell the game that we're kind of proposing here um so i guess dak let's uh, let's kind of get started here and uh talk about what could be in a potential paper metroid game sure. i i actually love the idea uh, so i love the idea of the paper or like that mario rpg franchise period just because like i i really like being able to view a series and like a different light and especially like the paper Mario series. I feel like the humor always really hits home for me. Like, it's just like, it's so quirky and, and weird that like it's, it's really, uh, it gets me. Um, and so I feel like Metroid as a series that kind of, you know, Metroid takes itself seriously and rightfully so, but I feel like there is a lot of room for Metroid to like kind of embrace like the little bit more slapstick or like the, the funnier aspects of, of Samus and, and all of her adventures and stuff like that. So, like, I would actually just love this on the principal level of, like, seeing Metroid, but funny. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's one thing that I thought was really cool about this idea. And, you know, when you first proposed, like, the episode idea to me, I was still really on, like, the whole Fendrana thing. And I was like, oh, yeah, Paper Metroid, that'd be cool, huh? Funny. But then, you know, you threw more of these ideas. I was like, actually, this would be really cool. And you're right. Metroid does take itself seriously 100% of the time, almost to a fault sometimes. And I think that would make Pepper, Paper Metroid so good because it could spend the whole time literally laughing at itself, like constantly joking yes. about the tropes it, you know, that show up, how serious it is, the stuff that was bad about Metroid that we all joke about. And, you know, they could go on and on about all these things that, like, maybe are not necessarily weak ports of Metroid, but certainly things that are talking points about Metroid. It can be self-referential. It can be meta, which is what the Paper Mario series is, too has that comedy has that kind of yeah slapstick sure um also if you've seen that um by terminal montage i've sent you the video but if any of you have seen that youtube video something about super metroid that you know that cartoon that was kind of you know over the top about you know metroid games i could see that kind of tone and theme <laughs> for paper metroid where it's like over the top and and tongue-in-cheek and self-referential and you know plays with that the paper physics to kind of give it that uh, silly kind of feel at, while applying the same things we love about metroid and seeing the you know uh the traditional elements of our game series in a different light so yeah i think this is a really cool idea and i would love to see a series that does what we do as you know people as fans of the games as you know talk about itself reference itself make you know fun of itself and do that with some cool paper physics so i'm on totally on board about this i think it'd be great and i recommend that video too definitely check that out there's there's just so many gags that you could do in this game like 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 Samus, how can you turn yourself into a ball without breaking your? Like I could just imagine every character being like, "How can you do this?" or something like making a running gag of that. I think that you could do like a running gag on Ridley and how many times he's come back from death. Like just defies absolute logic that he is still alive and breathing. Uh, I, I think that that would be a really fun gag. And like, yeah, you could be meta about it. Like actually, a cool example of what I'm what I think would work for this is like 
You ever see Into the Spider-Verse? Oh, yeah, of course. So, you know when, you know, in, like, the opening intro or whatever where, like, uh, Peter is doing the whole Spider-Man 3 dance or whatever, and he's kind of poking fun at some of the lamer moments in the series? Mm-hmm. Man, like, poke fun at, at Little Bird or whatever. Or poke fun at, like, some of the sillier things that happened in, in Other M. Like, you can... You can almost make that game a little bit better just by acknowledging that maybe it wasn't the best or like, you know what I mean? Just like having a little bit of fun with it uh, and, and presenting it retroactively in a different light. I, I think that'd be really cool. So a couple a couple things that I thought would be funny is like whenever Samus rolls into a morph ball, she's like just a big paper ball instead. I just think that that cinematic would be like so funny. Like her ship could be like this big paper airplane or whatever that's dyed yellow I, I i i love this idea i think that it could be like really really fun oh yeah that's that's like the the first go-to stuff you know like what do you replace uh you know the common elements of these characters with you know the paper elements right you know samus turns into a paper ball uh, i was thinking Kraid, paper Kraid shoots like spit wads right instead of shooting you know the horns from his belly shooting these big thick you know spit wads of paper he's made up of maybe like a surrogated like cardboard or something or corrugated cardboard um and you know stuff like that maybe paper or mother brain has like the rings of like hot glue so you have like things stuck to your body or that. burns through your body <laughs> uh phasing maybe that they you know played with phasing because i could see paper metroid kind of you know taking from all the different metroid games right and not necessarily yeah almost like a greatest hit yeah, yeah yeah so like you know maybe there's phasing maybe there's x parasites there's you know the baby you know and it takes all the different stuff because it's kind of more of a, you know it's more of a parody and more of a you know, you know, an SNL almost of, of this kind of thing rather than actually being a, a canon entry, right? So I was thinking like maybe like Phasin could be like Whiteout, you know, Dark Samus shoots like Whiteout on stuff and it erases it or like siphons it and, and that's what you get like your pay if you get uh, you absorb too much of the Whiteout, you get like super corrupted or something. I don't know. I'm trying to think of like things like that. Uh, the screw attack being like a paper pinwheel. Uh, one of my favorites. <laughs> which I know you like too, the, the grapple beam being uh, like a long link of paper clips or like the like staple gun for the grapple beam. So I, yeah, that's you good know, stuff. like pretending like Metroid's like kind of just made up of the stuff you kind of find on like your desk, you know, um, not just like paper stuff too. I think that'd be cool if you went beyond like, just like the paper, maybe add a little more arts and craftsy stuff too. But yeah, I like the, the idea of kind of just you know, swapping out these common elements for like, oh, she's a paper ball. Oh, it's, they're spit wads. Oh, it's it's white out. It's ink. It's this or it's that. Uh, it would be great for Metroid for sure. Or that game. Like even visually, like if you had a paper Metroid, like sucking the life out of something, mm-hmm. like imagine how cool that would look. Like the, because you know, these games have very bright and vibrant colors. Like the color would slowly fade from a character. Then his lines could like, his outlines could kind of drip up into the Metroid and stuff like mm-hmm. that. I just think that there's like an absolute ton of uh, potential here i mean you know the the big selling point of any paper mario game or our hypothetical paper metroid game is like the story and making sure that the humor is on point and uh you know making sure that the game itself is fun so like assuming that all that is that all that is taken care of by our pals making this game um i i think that this would be really cool one thing that uh that i kind of cooked up um is the idea of like who would samus's partners be because there's very like one of the big things about the um, about the Paper Mario games is like you have a different kind of you have a different partner for every for every segment of the game. Mm-hmm. So like a thousand year door in particular, you do separate chapters and like you get a different partner that comes up and they have unique abilities, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So you know, kind of again going through Metroid's greatest hits, I was like, okay, well, like who are the friendly people in Metroid that would make good partners and like kind of be funny for Samus to have beside her in battle. Um, like first and foremost, I think that it would be cool if it stuck to its RPG roots. Um, I think that you could have like, like suit points instead of flower points, just call it uh, SP or something like that. Um, or Aeon, you know, Aeon Samus... energy, maybe. Yeah. Hey, yeah, that would work. Yeah. Uh, something like something along those lines. Samus could like have a couple different attacks that, you know, standard RPG attacks where like she could roll into a power ball and, uh, and lay bombs and the, you know how in paper Mario you can, which, like with each button press you press a and you do another one and another one and another one i was kind of thinking like you could do you could do that for her bombling attack and like every time you press a at the right time you can just lay another bomb or stuff something like that um obviously her beam could work the same way that uh that genos worked from super mario rpg i think that that would be really cool 
Um, yeah, absolutely. You know, there's like lots of lots of potential. Yeah, like you have, you have like the morph ball jumping bombs would replace like his his jump, you know, and then like his hammer or like would be replaced by the beams, right? So yeah, his beams. Yeah, absolutely. And then like items could be, um, you know, maybe like I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to like I guess like her non beam and, and bomb items. Yeah, you could just put those all into like one other group, and then you have the partner attacks too. Yeah, yeah, that would work. And I I do agree. It should stay with RPG. Uh, I would love the mix. I don't know why, and I hope maybe the new Paper Mario game does this, and it seems like it, it will. Um, but, you know, have, like, the mixture of, like, Super Paper Mario and Paper Mario, like, the RPG stuff. Like, let me have, like, the platforming and action stuff outside the battles, but also give me some of the, the battles, too. And and on that point, I actually am excited to see how the Origami King does that, because it seems like it has some different kind of battle system, rather than just being a regular turn-based, you know, normal Paper Mario battle system, because I'm down for that, too. And I would like to see, you know, a unique battle system here as well. Like maybe it, it is turn-based and I would like to see it kind of turn-based, but maybe it has uh, a I'm not sure how they could mix it up. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm interested to see how Paper Mario does it because it seems to have some kind of like positioning, uh, you know, difference here. Like that's a factor in the battles. But yeah, I like I would like it to stick to a turn-based kind of thing here too. And I, and I think, yeah, you could easily, you know, change around our stuff you have the bombs you have your beams you have all the other actions there and then the partners i you have some really good partner ideas too here i love these yeah i i actually think that if like if uh, the origami king's battle system is cool let's just steal that entirely from the game and use it for paper metroid yeah. but yeah so i was i was kind of thinking like who would i like to have as partners and like i'll go in reverse order here so i just finished playing metroid prime 3 as i said at the top of the show and one of the things that I always kind of feel bad about whenever I play that game is like when you're in Skytown and you see the tin bots and like you just you just murder them. You melt them with your plasma beam and like later the Nova beam and like these guys are just like the most hapless of hapless enemies ever. So like I, I was just like th these guys have to be one of the characters that you team up with. Like you have to have a, a paper tin bot. Like they you know, they don't have a special attack necessarily. Maybe it's just like a pathetic laser beam shot, but they can kind of serve like the role that tells you, okay, this character has, uh, you know, X amount of HP and, and blah, blah, blah. Kind of like, um, I think it was Goombella in thousand year door. So like you would jot down information and stuff about enemies and stuff. And I was thinking that like Tinbot can maybe fill that role in this game or whatever. Like you could fill out your logbook with all the different enemies and you can figure out like which attacks, uh, they're resistant to, which ones are vulnerable to just a little bit of like, you know, a little bit of extra lore or whatever for them. Um, and I, I thought that, like, maybe it's just because I literally just finished playing it, but I was like, this guy is so pathetic that he, I think that he's hilarious and would be, like, a perfect fit as a companion. I, it's, it's actually interesting you bring that up because that's one of the things I hated about <laughs> Thousand Year Doors Goombella, that you, like, have to use her. And, like, oh, I got to scan this guy real quick and then swap them out because Goombella is essentially useless. I was thinking, even though t I think Tinbot would be a good partner, but for the scanning thing or like the note taking, just bring Adam the AI back, you know, and just have uh, paper Adam AI in her head or something like that, right? And uh, or in her suit or whatever it is, and and have him scan stuff for us. So you don't have to save that. But the Tinbot is a good partner idea. I actually didn't think about that at all. I was thinking, and you have all like normal like kind of enemies here. I was thinking more of the hunters were gonna be good partners, you know, maybe just picking up all the different hunters from the different games. But I love that you went for like you know, the, the common enemies, which is, you know, what Paper Mario does too, you know, it goes through the boos, the Goombas and all of that, the Koopas. A Tinbot is a great pick. That's like the underrated pick right there. You mentioned the, uh, I have this here. I'm actually going to steal it from you. The, the, the she goth. I think the she got this, yes. the cowardly she goth is such a good idea. I love that. <laughs> well, okay. So I was thinking like, I was thinking of the hunters, right? Especially again, just finishing corruption. But I was like, I was like, oh, you know, these guys are almost like they're too badass almost to be partners. Like, uh, that's why they part good. of it. You yeah, know? but I, I feel like part of the charm of Paper Mario is like you meet all these enemies and stuff like that, and like, but these guys aren't enemies, but they look like them, and like you kind of have this this eclectic cast of characters. Like you've got the the Vivian, the the ghost or whatever. You've got the the baby Yoshi. You've just like yeah, right. you've got this weird cast, and like it's not who you'd think of in a in a Mario game. And so like with Metroid, I was like, okay, with a few exceptions, let's go with people that you wouldn't think of in Metroid. Um, so yeah, that was the next one was like the cowardly she goth, and I I thought that it would be funny if you had like this hulking 
she-goth, but it's, like, it's afraid of everything that moves. And, like, this dude could be, like, his big attack could be, like, a big splash on the opponents. And you hold the joystick back left and, like, you power it up and, like, kind of when it reaches its crescendo, you release it. And if you release it at the right time, the big splash hits all the enemies and stuff like that. Um, Something about the the dichotomy between, like, this hulking she-goth and, like, him just being this, like, scaredy cat, I think is funny. Because, again, when I was playing Metroid Prime, you see all the these baby she-goth, and I'm, like, again, I'm just, like, murdering them with my plasma beam. And I'm, like, I kind of feel bad for these guys. Like, you know, I kind of like these she-goth. They didn't do anything wrong by me. So, that, yeah, she-goth would be one that I think could be pretty funny. Yeah, that, I love that one. Uh, one I was thinking, I didn't write this down, but I was one I have written down uh, elsewhere, and which is why I brought up, or one reason I brought up the X parasites earlier is having one of the, uh, the infected or like the, the copy doctors, you know, from fusion, like the zombie doctors. I was thinking maybe that could be a cool partner, like an infected oh, zombie yeah. <laughs> doctor that like kind of like, Ooh, that's them and like, can, uh, can like, uh, squish down and, and a pool into like, or maybe turn into an X parasite and maybe attack like farther enemies on the other side that are like with, cause like maybe the other, there are like other ally enemies that are in the way. So you can attack like farther enemies by using like the X parasite movement or like the puddle movement, or maybe like it can infect or copy other, um, other enemies and stuff, you know? So you kind of have like a ditto on your team, but I always thought that'd be funny. Cause I always thought those enemies were funny from fusion. They were kind of just like these essentially cannon fodder, right? That never pose any yeah. threat in there. And just like, Oh, kind of, I'm a zombie. I, you know, I actually think that it would be pretty funny to have just like, a paper X on your team. Like, like imagine yeah, like or, Casper, yeah. the friendly X or something like that, yeah. where like, he's a good guy. And like all the rest of them are, are these vile parasites or like something a, like that. Like I think that that'd be good. Just like bouncing around all over the place and like, can't control where <laughs> it goes. Yeah. I, I think the X would be great for a paper Metroid game. Cause they just, they look cool. They have that like gooey look. I think they look cool in paper form and you know, they could, you know, they're literally more malleable. Maybe they could do some more stuff with the paper stuff. But yeah, I thought a, an X zombie, doctor would be cool all right so my next two are both from super metroid and they're probably not uh, this is low-hanging fruit but i think that it'd be cool if they were like companions anyways um edicoon i thought would be really cool you could like you could have him just basically just do a bunch of different jumping attacks since he's the one that teaches you the wall jump he's this cute little koala bear looking thing so like he already fits into the look of uh of what i think like a, a paper metroid um game would look like and then um, uh, Takora, I thought would be would be cool as well. And like that one, I thought it would be neat if like you know uh, its attack could just literally literally be like shine sparking, and like you could tap up A to like build it, and then like release it, and then uh, it could just run like side to side and damage all the enemies. So like it's a long range attacker. Um, I I love these two from Super Metroid. So these were two that I thought would be like a natural fit to uh, to accompany Samus on kind of an adventure, and like especially uh Edicoon is already like kind of slapstick anyways mm-hmm. so like yeah I, I thought that these guys would be a natural i don't know i feel like th- those are those fit right in i love those picks yeah those are really good because those are already like yeah they're samus's partners already kind of but they're also like yeah they work perfect for a paper mario game i like the tinbot and the shigoth and these two as well as the the ex doctor but your last one i'm not going to spoil it is really good i was trying to think there was one more i had uh written down but i can't find where it was um but what do you think about having like a, a space pirate partner like maybe she has like a, a space pirate who's gone rogue or doesn't care about the space pirate way or something or maybe they got injured you know or something i love that what do you think about that i love that i i actually can't believe i didn't think of that that's that's fantastic that's kind of the staple of paper mario 2 is like you have the enemies that kind of like defect from the other side and then they join your team and stuff like that i always remembered um Vivian in particular yeah, exactly. from Thousand Year yeah, Door. That's what I was thinking of. You have so you have someone who's kinda like gives you insight to the other side who's defected. I was thinking of trying to find a, a partner who reminded me of the baby Yoshi you get in uh, Thousand Year Door who's kinda like a mountain that kind of way. And I'm like, who would Samus like ride in like a paper Metroid game? And I couldn't think of anything good, but uh I did think like a space pirate would be a funny addition too. And that was uh, yeah. I think that would be like especially funny if the space pirate would like continually kind of mixed up like the space pirate um like he he still talks like a space pirate and he's like we will conquer them all or something and sam's like no no we're not conquer yeah. something like that like i think there's a lot of uh, room for gold habits. in there yeah yeah he's like a reforming <laughs> space pirate or something 
no yeah exactly and again that's one of the things that you know should paper metroid should play with those tropes of like what we normally expect which is why like the cowardly she goth works and the and the tin bot and all of that because it's it's opposite what we expect and it works out in a great way you have a space pirate who's actually this bumbling guy trying to you know become good but he doesn't know how, what he's doing you know and he's constantly like has those bad space pirate habits like maybe he like and one mission steals something and sounds like oh my god we got to put this back <laughs> you know something like that you know and he's like oh no i didn't know or, you know something like that but yeah I, I love that too that's a great idea and i love your last that, yeah idea that's fantastic most, um well i mean for the last partner again i, I feel like this is low-hanging fruit but like man your ultimate partner has got to be like the baby metroid right like that is that's the the, the dream partner and really has been Samus's partner in a lot of like actual Metroid games. So like being able to like fully control the baby Metroid, I feel like would be awesome. Um, it's attacks again could be like, you could literally suck the life out of someone. Every time that you press a button or a sequence of buttons, you just like zap more of that life juice out of them. Uh, I, I think that that'd be really fun. I don't know if I would want the baby Metroid to talk or not though. What do you, what do you think about that? Do you think it's better off silent? Hmm. Well, I'm going to say that even though what I just said, I still believe in, you know, stuff that like doing stuff that doesn't necessarily happen in Metroid would be cool. Yeah, the the expected baby Metroid as a partner needs to happen, especially after Samus returns, like Samus and baby Metroid are fighting Proteus Ridley yes. at the same time. Like this. Come on. This is hype. Um, should the baby Metroid talk? Uh, yeah, why not? You know, I was actually thinking, why not to have the baby Metroid be the baby Yoshi? You know, like maybe you name the baby Metroid or something. Or, yeah, it talks okay, to you. Okay. Maybe you ride the baby Metroid when it gets really big and you can ride it around or something like that. Sam just, like, holds on to the top of it. Um, yeah, I think the baby Metroid, yeah, why not have it talk? Maybe it has, like, a, a really deep voice or something. <laughs> Some, like, adult <laughs> voice. I don't know. Um, yeah, why not? That'd be fun. But at the same time, I could also see it, like, having no voice, but everyone, like, talks to it as if it does, you know, or understands it somehow, and maybe some, or, like, only right. Samus understands it, and everyone else is, like, cannot, can't understand or doesn't even know it's talking. Something like that. Yeah, I, I, I could see that. Why not? Because if you don't have, if you, if it just acts like a Metroid, I feel like that's a wasted opportunity. You gotta have it do something a little different, you know? But, yeah, I like, I like that, though, because that's a great, like, mechanic in-game, having the Metroid floating around Samus out of it, uh, out of battle and in battle. I think that'd be cool. Yeah, you gotta do that. Yeah, you, you sold me. It, it, if not talking, then at least everybody can understand it and kind of play off that. You could almost be like the R2-D2 of yeah, exactly. the Paper yeah, Metroid yeah. game. So, like, I actually, like, we had a bit of fun here talking about, like, what a potential Paper Metroid game would look like. I would be so down for this. I actually would love, like, Paper almost anything else. There yeah. was a really cool video that was wrong. making the, the waves a couple months ago. It was, like, Paper Zelda. Mm. And, like, that was really cool and got me hyped for that. But, like... You know, I, I was kind of having some fun with this in the Metro Database Discord the other day. And, you know, it, it really truly does seem like a lot of people in the Metroid fandom are, like, not super receptive to spinoffs. And, like, I wanted to talk about that, really, just to, to kind of close out our show here. Um, and just, you know, I, I know that you've kind of given your opinion on spinoffs before and, like, where it's more of a timing thing, but... You know, for me, I I was really excited, and I was like, this would be so cool. And, like, I guess I was just surprised that a, a lot of the people were just like, oh, man, this is stupid. Like, let's stay away from spinoffs and just give us more Metroid. Because, like, to me, like, the more spinoffs you have, the more successful of a franchise you are. So it, it, was, it was interesting to see, like, resistance to this idea for me. But, you know, and I know that you have some, some thoughts on spinoffs and, like, when in, they should take place and when they shouldn't. So, I, you know, I wanted your two cents on that, Dad. Well, I can understand that because I, I do, to a certain extent, I agree, yeah. If you have a lot of spinoffs, I think it's not just spinoffs, but, you know, generally when you have more spinoffs, that just means there's more prop, there's more, like, material being created for the property. That's generally a good thing. But at the same time, you know, if all those spinoffs are bad, then it's not a good thing, you know. If it's if everything you release for something or you release a lot of stuff and there's a big quantity but a lot of it's low quality, then, you know, even if you're creating and producing a lot that might lower the value of the IP. And, you know, if these spinoffs come out, it, I, I can see some fans thinking it might lower the value of Metroid. Maybe like, okay, it's, it's too silly or, you know, we should be getting, you know, we should have more games of higher quality or what they expect to be the Metroid quality of war or what should represent Metroid because there aren't a lot of games. And when it has gone wrong, it's gone wrong pretty badly. So I can kind of understand the hesitation at the same time, I think there are some people who 
are a little too elitist and they don't want their Metroid to change. This is how they want it. Or they don't want it to be too silly. They don't want it to be too um, out of the ordinary. They want to stick to what they know. And at the end of the day, if a game's good, the game's good. Um, and I, I, I'm always down for more Metroid. But, you know, I, I won't want to repeat, you know, yes, I've said it before. I would want to, I want more actual Metroid games. If we get those, I'm totally down with spinoffs. But a Paper Metroid game, I think, is something that would be really a good contrast. Or just a game that isn't that serious for Metroid. It doesn't have to be stupid or silly. Because I, I don't think Paper Mario is stupid or silly necessarily. It can be silly, I guess, you know. I think it's, it's silly in a good way. It's silly in a good way. way, yeah. It's not like silly. It's ridiculous, but it, it's still it's funny and it, and it makes sense. And it's not like... It doesn't, it doesn't, like, when you play Paper Mario, it's like, wow, this is, like, a little, this is even too silly for Mario, you know? Like, it's it's still kind of, like, within bounds. Um, and I think that would be fine for Metroid, too. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's still a video game. And I think it would work even better for Metroid, because Mario itself isn't very serious, right? Whereas Metroid, you have a lot of stuff you could really kind of make fun of and stuff. And I think, at the end of the day, that's maybe where that's coming from, that, that hesitation is... Do people want their game series being made fun of, you know? Um, maybe it's a little easier to make fun of Mario because it's the, you know, big guy in town, right? Like, Mario has so many games, it's so successful. You know, if it has a game that makes fun of itself, who cares? It has It's, it's earned the right to do that, and there are so many other games you can get into that show the, the great sides of Mario. Maybe some people don't want that game that kind of highlights the, the flaws of Metroid or jokes about it too much because they don't have too many good Metroid games or they haven't had a good Metroid game in a while. Again, I understand that. Um, I don't know. I think people just kind of want to see and, and they don't want change or they don't want something that's too different. But at the end of the day, I think that's where some of the best stuff gets created. And, and you sometimes don't know what you want until you get it. Um, not necessarily saying that everybody's uh, wrong when they want a certain kind of game, but I think this would be fun. I think this would be cool. And I would be personally down for it. I love the paper Mario games. I love Metroid. I think this would be really fun. And, yeah, I, you know, if you have a lot of, I think some additional Metroid spin-offs would be a good si a sign of, a, of more of a healthy franchise. So why not? That's my take on it. I, I think that was, like, such a, a great comment you made about Mario being the big guy and, like, being able to kind of take those lumps a little yeah. bit. Um, really, yeah, that, that was a great comment. And you know what? I, I absolutely, I, I take nothing away from people that are just like, man i don't want paper metroid i want like yeah of course i want metroid 5 i want metroid prime 4 because you know i'm right there with you and i think you've said before that like spinoffs are great when you have a consistent flow of content coming out for like your regular series and i also agree with that too like we've we've talked a little bit before and touched on it briefly about how federation force would have been a whole different game if it was released you know during the prime years instead of like <laughs> all this Easily. like a decade after Easily. that series is Easily. kind of done without a doubt without yeah. a doubt so yeah you know i um i do love the idea that uh you know maybe you know maybe metroid could venture out into some areas that uh it's not exactly comfortable in because i think you you nailed it like you don't know what you want until you get it sometimes and i feel like this would be really cool i, I mean not all the times of course but and and, and at the end of the day it it you know, if the game isn't good, nobody wants it. And that's the most important thing. But uh, the premise goes a long way, too. So, uh, yeah, I, I had a lot of fun. Like, my imagination just went completely bonkers after watching this uh, paper mache Samus helmet in the, the Origami King trailer. So um, I'm glad that I convinced you to talk about this, even though I know that you really wanted to talk about Fendrana Drifts. Well, you know, I did. But, no, I think you were right. I think this is a good uh, topic to, to talk about. And I love Paper Mario. But, like, I think it was more... Like, you know, should should there be a Paper Metroid game? Well, yeah, I'm down for that. I think we both kind of like, yeah, uh, we're I'm down for that. So when I first thought thought about it, I was like, well, what kind of discussion could we really have? Well, once you kind of outline some more ideas, like, okay, yeah, we can really kind of dig into how it would really kind of look. Uh, at the same time, though, I would like it if maybe if, if Metroid did go into kind of a, a very different kind of spinoff to maybe not do Paper because Mario already does that. Maybe do something different and uh, that's still kind of very mm -hmm. stylistic. Again, if we're talking Metroid spinoffs, though, you know your boy wants Metroid Prime Hunters 2. So if we're talking spinoffs, that will always win over Paper Metroid for me. Um, if we're doing, like, a rank our most wanted Metroid spinoffs, uh, it'll always be Metroid Prime Hunters 2. So, or a Metroid fighting game. But even then, would still prefer a, uh, a Prime Hunters 2 over that. But I think Pepper Metroid would be cool. Um, I, I'm sure a lot of people will disagree. 
and I'm interested to see what people what people think. But uh, you know, hopefully this news is. I mean, you know, what I really like to think about is that this rumor is possibly true. Maybe we are getting a Metroid, uh, 2D Metroid coming out soon on the Switch. That'd be really cool. So, and maybe it's maybe it's Paper Metroid. Maybe that's what it is. God, that'd be <laughs> awesome. Well, I'm I'm glad that you brought that up because I want to bring it full circle back to the start of our conversation about the uh, alleged rumor and leak and 2D Metroid that's coming out. Um, first of all. If you just had to guess, put on your guessing cap and put on your hypothetical cap, do you think that if we get a new 2D Metroid this year, that it is either a remake of Fusion or a sequel to Fusion? Hmm. What do you think is more likely? I, I'm i going to be honest and say that I think a, a remake of Fusion is the more likely road that Nintendo would take at this point. No, it's hard cuz it's like they could do a Fusion remake, they could do a Super Metroid remake, they could do a few a sequel to Fusion, they could do a different I have really have no idea. Um I would like to think that they will do a sequel to Fusion. But if they're not doing a sequel to Fusion, I think they're going to do a Super Metroid remake before a Fusion remake. Even though I think they should do the Fusion Yeah, so? even though I think they should do the Fusion remake first, I think they would do the Super Metroid remake first, just because, like, they're like, oh, well, Super, it's Super Metroid, gotta do that, you know? So I think Samus Returns was just, uh, like, Mac, uh, Mercury kind of got that, because, you know, that's a little, that's a lot less daunting than remaking Super Metroid, or even Metroid Fusion, right? Like, Sam, Metroid 2, like anybody, I think, could have remade that game and, and, and done it justice, I think. Um, you know, I don't think it really, need, they actually did more than that. They really added a lot to it. So I think that was kind of like their their test so to speak do i think that that was like testing them to do another remake very possibly i think like okay they did samus returns now nintendo's like okay now you can do the super metroid remake now you can do the fusion remake whatever i would like to think that it's going to be the sequel i don't know though because it's so hard to tell like do they value a sequel to fusion as much as like a lot of metroid fans do you know i really have no idea because it doesn't seem like they do because they haven't continued the story in almost two decades so it's hard for me to believe that like they have the same value for it as like I do or you do or someone else. At the same time, it's their IP. Also, um, you know, I think a Super Metroid remake in general just seems like it's. I mean, it's gonna happen someday, so it could easily be that. I I actually I think the the opposite actually because I think that like Super Metroid as a game is so well established. Like think of every virtual console ever that Nintendo's had, and Super Metroid is right there on them. Like you. You, you can get Super Metroid, like, almost anywhere, and, like, the game, you know, it's it's 25 years old, but, like, it just, it holds up so beautifully still, whereas, like, Fusion, as we talked about in the archives on the show, like, there are some improvements that could be made, and, and I feel like if you, and, like, just going back to the Virtual Console for a second, um, it's only available on the Wii U Virtual Console, and, I mean, nobody bought a Wii U, so, like, really, a lot of people haven't had an opportunity to play that game since... It's on the Switch. Super, Super Metroid, yeah, Super Metroid's on the Switch, but Fusion oh, yeah, is it. Yeah, so yeah, like, right, yeah. I, what I'm saying is like, if you wanted to play Super Metroid and you remade Super Metroid, there's probably a pocket of people that are just like, whatever, it's already on my Switch for free. Um, I'm just gonna play it there. Whereas like Fusion, I feel like there's a, a big contingent of people that probably haven't played that game since 2002, and um, you know, I feel like if you remake Fusion too, you kind of set people up more easily to get into metroid 5 i agree with that so i i kind of feel like that might be the direction that they're gonna that's go. that's a very good point at the same time though i mean they remade ocarina of time which is like considered one of the best games ever made too you know so i feel like they you know right. i could easily see them remaking super they've remade super mario 64 how many times you know like they've re-released that they remade it on the 3d uh, on the ds you know they re-released ocarina of time on the ds or you know, remastered all that. I think they could easily remaster Super Metroid. That's like in that same caliber of games. Like, yeah, it might be more accessible than Fusion, but I don't really think that might have anything to do with it. Um, I think they, I could see them doing this, the Super Metroid remake, just just because I think they'll, from Nintendo's perspective, they probably want to do that more, just because Super Metroid's a more popular game, might be bigger news. But that's a good point. Yeah, maybe they do the Metroid Fusion remake because it leads right into the events of whatever hypothetical Metroid Five would be. Uh, so yeah, that's, again, that's why it's such a hard read because there's so many different factors and because Nintendo doesn't seem to play their cards at all in terms of Metroid, we really have no idea to know like what their intentions are or how they feel about it. Cause 
they do very little with the games, you know, and like, again, from our perspective, doing a Metroid fusion remake would make a lot of sense, but like to them, do they really care that much as you know, like about people really knowing going into Metroid five, what like the events are, maybe they just, there's a recap in Metroid prime four or something. And they, which, or, you know, I don't know, maybe they just, uh, run it with Metroid five. Maybe Metroid five doesn't even, isn't even a sequel to fusion, just a completely new story, which would suck. So, I don't know. I really wish we knew more of what their intentions were as much as like, oh, they're been transparent a little bit with the development of Metroid Prime 4. I kind of wish they were more transparent in like a more macro sense, you know, like knowing the development like specifics is cool. But I really wish we knew more about like the the actual like macro like vision of what they have for the franchise, you know, so we could kind of not even anticipate, but just kind of know, have a better yeah, idea would, of what they want to be, you know, so I could like talk about more of like, okay, yeah, maybe they do really want to have the sequel to fusion. Maybe that's a priority this or that. I have no idea. So it's such a hard thing to read for them. I, I think you'd find the, the, the Nintendo plan for the Metroid series and it would just say like, yeah, I would say release a Metroid game eventually. <laughs> like, I think that's pretty much it. There's not much plan there. Okay, let's uh, let's bring it home here, and I'm gonna ask you the million dollar question, Dak, and I want a yes or no answer. With all of the leaks, all of the rumors, all of the the potential weight given to the January leak, do you believe that a 2D Metroid comes out in 2020? Uh. Or how about this? <laughs> Instead of yes or no, give me a percent. A percent out of a hundred. Nah, I'm gonna, I'll give, out of I'll give you a yes. I'll just give you a yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 I'm gonna put it out there. I'm gonna put. I want it to happen, so I'll put that energy out there. Yes, I think it's gonna happen. I'm with you. I I feel. You know, I feel optimistic, and I've never I've never ever put my faith in like a leak or a rumor before. I typically don't even read them, so like I'm probably just gonna get burned horrifically here. But I'm excited, and I want it to be true. I'm feeling like I'm feeling like eighty percent yes. So I'm gonna say yes. I I think that we are going to get a new 2d metroid because metroid prime 4 is god knows how long away um i think that if it's not a 2d metroid it has to be the prime trilogy or like it has to be something metroid is one of the last big franchises that nintendo has not let loose on the switch yet right like it's gotta something's gotta happen here so i'm gonna say yes i think we're getting a 2d metroid i think it could potentially be a remake of metroid fusion that makes sense to me, but I mean, to be honest, Here's I'll take anything. Happen, okay. Here's what's going to happen. I'm calling it right now and y'all can quote me on this. Okay. 2020 Metroid prime trilogy on the switch 2d Metroid on the switch Metroid prime hunters two on the switch, baby. Oh my God. <laughs> Let's go the full package, man. Let's do it. Come on. Now what, what makes what in the history of Nintendo and the history of Metroid Makes you think we're gonna get three Metroid games in six months, dude? You're crazy. Nothing, which is why. But I, think I love it. Happen, I love dude, it. And I don't. Ah, uh, Nintendo just do okay, it. Okay, I'm it's with you. Fr- it's free yeah. money. It's free. It's literally free money. I'm with you. I hope. I hope that happens. I hope we get the 2D Metroid this year, and uh, I hope that you guys listening thought that our Paper Mario or Paper Mario Paper Metroid, Paper Metroid ideas rather were uh, were pretty cool. Uh, we want to hear what your Paper Metroid ideas are. Of course, hit us up over on Twitter at Omega Metroid Pod, and come and chat with us on the Metroid Databases Discord server. Um, that is linked in the Podbean description. That's gonna do it for us for this week, Dak. This was a good time. I'm uh, I'm happy that we talked about this. We got a lot of mileage out of like one little teaser in a trailer, didn't we? Yeah, I, th- I think uh, it took us like a half hour to actually start talking <laughs> about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, dude, uh, for sure, this is definitely a game that I th- I would play, and it's certainly a, a fun topic. And I but uh, but that being said, I am ready to to jump into some Metroid Prime next week. Absolutely. I'm I'm really fired up to be talking about uh, Pendrano Drifts next week. We promised it this week, but we, we called an audible and delayed it. Next week, we will get into the nitty-gritty of Pendrano Drifts. Uh, until then, we want you to check us out over on Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Like and subscribe to the Omega Metroid Podcast. Um, check us out over on Twitter as well, at Omega Metroid Pod. I am at Spateri316. Dak is at the Rapture underscore. That's going to do it for us. And uh, until next week, see you then, everybody.